0: the king of sportsbooks.
1: Breaking news from The Athletic.
0: This is John Hayes with The Athletic alongside our golf writer, Brendan Quinn. The United States Ryder Cup captain, Steve Stricker, announces his Ryder Cup captain picks. Picks include Daniel Berger, Tony Finau, Jordan Spieth, Scotty Scheffler, Harris English, and Xander Shoffley. Brendan, first and foremost, who is in and who's out of the squad?
2: Well, I mean, the big names in terms of the what was getting the most chatter. Um, I'll probably start with Patrick Reed, who was actually inside the top twelve of the Ryder Cup standings. Um, you know, the, the top six in those standings get automatically um, included in the team. Uh, the the next six though, are kind of a you know at least a blueprint for who to kind of start in terms of looking at so to admit one of those or to omit one of those is you know relatively noteworthy but patrick reed has circumstances with his health with his team dynamics with his play of late so uh you know he was passed over the other ones you know kevin Nas got a lot of chatter um recently just because he's been playing so well the last two months um Kevin Kisner has an army of fans behind him that were pushing for him to be included. Um, Sam Burns has been playing of well late. Webb Simpson was actually 13th on the Ryder cup standings and has been, has played in, I think four prior Ryder cups. Um, so, you know, certainly a uh, noteworthy to, to pass over a, a, a guy like Webb, who is a known commodity and is really well-respected in golf, but yeah. I feel like if the when the conversation goes to who was left off, I I feel like it's kind of a stretch because I thought that you know anyone who took emotions out of it in terms of a player they were rooting for or whatever it might be, um, the the twelve guys on this team, I I thought it was fairly straightforward of of who those who should be um, in those spots. So um, I think it was fairly. I don't want to say obvious, but I don't think it was that hard of a decision. I, I, don't, I don't think Steve Stricker was rolling around in bed toiling the last few nights over this. I'm sure he didn't want to have to call those dudes, right? I'm sure he didn't want to have to call Patrick Reed and whatnot. But this, was, this is the right team, I think.
0: And, and by the way, the proof is in the pudding. If you saw Brendan's projection of what the team uh, looked like on The Athletic, uh, he got it. All twelve guys that are on the Ryder Cup team, uh, Brendan, you had that figured out a couple of weeks ago. First time for everything, Hayes.
2: <laughs> next, next, check check in with me in March when I'm wrong on the last five uh, five teams in the uh, NCAA. Tournament. Tournament, so. Well, that, that's a little more difficult than to project something
0: like this, I think, uh, with the way college basketball works, which, by the way, Brennan's a great college basketball writer for The Athletic as well. Uh, I guess when I think about the squad and I think about those names that you mentioned being left off, a Kevin Na, a Webb Simpson, mm-hmm. veteran guys on tour who have had really solid careers being left out for a guy like Scotty Scheffler, who still ha- doesn't have a PGA Tour victory, or an yep. international uh, victory, uh, it's an injection of youth into this squad. It, it feels that way. It, it, c- can that work in the United States' advantage?
2: Yeah, I mean, it certainly can. We have no idea. It, it's 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 not a gamble, but I, I think it's very much an investment in in the future and and things like that. Um, I I think the the big thing that jumps out is what were the priorities in terms of making these selections. And I don't think it was, you know, your historical resume, right. And these guys that have the staying power, I think it was more course fit at whistling straight. So who, you know, who has, who's bringing distance to the table, who makes a lot of birdies like Scotty Scheffler. Yes. He doesn't have a win, but the man pours in, 30s he's long off the tee I mean it is a clear fit for um for whistling straights. and that's where the agenda was that's where their priority was placed you know say what you will about Kevin ah he's one of the shortest hitters on tour Kevin Kisner is one of the shortest hitters Kevin Kisner has said he goes into a large majority of tournaments knowing that he's not going to compete because of his own distance well I mean whistling straights is a long golf course and you might be playing into the wind a lot. So it just would have been a horrible fit a great locker room fit potentially, but you got to put the best 12 golfers out there. Um, and, and these are the guys. So um, yeah, it, it is interesting because when you, you look at a, a guy like Shefford not having a win, um, you know, Tony Finau was potentially on the wrong side of this draw until he got his first win. But, you know, he he was a captain's pick in 2018 without having a win yet, and he performed really well. Uh, Stricker, during the press conference, really leaned into that stat, 40-29-17. and 17. That's the historical record for U.S. rookies in Ryder Cups. Now go and look at the captain's picks um, in, in recent years and look at the veterans, and they've been – woeful so you know it's it's time to kind of move forward probably from some older names and things like that
0: so we've broken down the the captain's picks and and while these players are important they're not the most important when it comes to the Ryder Cup it's the it's your top six it's the guys that qualified based on the point standings and the guys that are going to play a lot uh, realistically, some of these captain picks might only play one or two times mm-hmm. to, throughout the weekend. So, so that top six includes Colin Morikawa, Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Koepka, Justin Thomas, and, and Patrick Cantley. There's two guys, maybe three, really, and the third being Colin Morikawa because his his play of late has just been dreadful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau they, those are the two guys, not because of the beef, yeah, um, because Brooks is injured. Uh, what's his status for the Ryder Cup? And then secondly, Bryson DeChambeau, uh, they're going to set this golf course up for him to bomb and gouge the course. Uh, for me, it's just the question becomes who do you pair with with Bryson DeChambeau?
2: Right. Yeah, I mean, well, let's unpack a couple of these things. So w- with Kepka, you know, it's a wrist injury. He has played through leg injuries, right? We have seen him limp around through majors because Brooks shows up in majors. Like, I, I have to... I have to think he will play through the, basically the highest extent of, of pain possible, you know, but w- when it's your wrist, you're worried about the swing, right? You know, it, when it's kind of a knee, like maybe, you know, your turn might be different, but a guy of his caliber, he can go play. Your wrist is just a different story. So I don't know. And when it, my big question with Kepka is when's the cutoff line? Like, when do you have to make, That decision um, of whether you got to pivot or or what, so I don't know. He basically has two weeks,
0: Brandon. We're sitting here, we're having this conversation on September eighth. The Ryder Cup starts on September twenty fourth. Two weeks from now, if if he's still having issues, it it could be a huge problem for the squad.
2: No doubt. And if you are having to bring someone in, like, do you really want to be waiting up until the eleventh hour to do that, or do you have to give him a cutoff line, like, say, listen, September fifteenth, we need an answer, yes or no, right? And you can't decide after that, so that's that's one theory with with um, with the Shambo. Yeah, I mean that's going to be the million dollar uh, question going into this thing. It's going to be a just talked about ad nauseum. I think the answer is Spieth and Scheffler. Now, look, you, you're going to play Spieth with Thomas, right? Um, me personally, I'm I'm pretty much lining up Spieth to play all five matches, and barring something crazy happening, right? He's been the best player in the world for the, for the last year. So um, I'm putting him out there for five times. The the four team events, you don't necessarily necessarily have to play him with JT all four times, right? Maybe you play him with him twice, three times, whatever. But I think you can put Spieth out there with Brooks. You put the best short game in the world with the best long game in the world. And Spieth is a mature enough guy that I don't think the Kepka stuff gets him. They've played, they've been paired together in majors this year. He has been out there for the Brooksy stuff with them. It would not be new, right? And and I don't think we're going to hear that at the Ryder Cup as it is. But I think Speeth can get around with with uh, with the shampoo and and make the best of it. And then Scheffler as well. I think his personality is conducive to it. I think he has a great short game. They can both go long off the tee, right? And if you're if you're picking shots, if you're an alternate shot or if you're in a four ball, whatever, like one of those guys is going to get a birdie on pretty much every damn hole. So um, they're both from Texas. They've known each other. They play junior golf together. Uh, to me, those are the safest bets for DeChambeau. Uh,
0: it's an interesting storyline. And I just want to follow up on that last thing that I mentioned since I brought it up, Colin Morikawa, what's going on? Uh, he, he's not. He's, he's not playing well right now. Any reason?
2: Any clue in Taz why? I don't know if it's wear and tear. I don't know. You know what it is, and you know him. Nor, neither he nor his camper are going to come out and I, I think expound on what's going on anytime soon. But um, the the best the best thing going for the U.S. when it comes to Morikawa is that at the end of the day, he's probably still the best ball striker on the planet. And if I'm going to bet. I'm going to guess that he can figure things out in the next two weeks here and be okay. And he has, you know, he, he shows up in major tournaments. Um, you know, he whistling straights kind of sets up as, you know, a linksy style course, right? They might be playing through wind, right? It, it, it Look at the overview. It looks like it's in England. And what was the last big event? Colin Morikawa won. It's the British Open. So, um, you know, I don't know how much to read into it. I don't know if it's something worth freaking out about, um, but it's strange. He's one of those guys, it's just weird to see them not play well because the talent is just so absurd. Um, but I, I'm not, I, I wouldn't say, like, I'm going to sit Colin Morikawa because I'm worried about how he's playing right now. Like, I'd probably put him out there for 36 on the first day and say, look, you know, he speaks for himself. I'm, I'm not going to let a Whatever, whatever it's been, what, six, eight weeks, six weeks of bad play, four weeks of bad play, um, overwhelm what is just, you know, he's a top three player in the world talent-wise.
0: He's Brendan Quinn. You can follow him on Twitter, at BFQuinn. Uh, a bunch of Ryder Cup coverage leading up to the event. Brendan will be there at Whistling Straits as well, and it will be quite the scene. I feel like, Brendan, we got a a preview this past weekend at the Solheim Cup, uh, awesome. what to expect in Wisconsin this week? It's it's it, it, what what makes this team format different. It's just like you cover golf all year. You and I both enjoy the game, but this team format, the the raucous crowds, it, it just hits different <laughs> than any other event on tour.
2: It it's it's so wild how much of an outlier it is, and it's you know we go back and forth that they play this thing every year. I, I don't know if it would take some of the juice out of it if you make it more common, but. Fact is, it happens on American soil every four years. That's it. So when it when it finally arrives, man, it is it's the best. It's the buildup, it's the captain's picks, it's the controversies, it's the takes, it's the play, it's the crowds, it's I mean, just memories on memories. This will be my first one I'm covering. And like, I mean, I am I'm busting, man. I'm I'm ready to get out there. Well,
0: it kicks off September 24th. It's a three-day event. It'll go throughout the weekend, and, and it's tough to compete with with football on the calendar during this time of year when you're when you're golf. But uh, this weekend, it will be making headlines, no doubt about it. Thanks for joining our breaking news coverage. Go to the Athletics Headlines section for much more on this story and ask your Google Assistant to play news from The Athletic. You can also visit theathletic.com slash headline pod to save 50% on an annual subscription to The Athletic.